0: If you're interested in sponsoring How You Play the Game, please email us at podcast at Your sponsorship may be tax-deductible. Well, the time has finally arrived. Welcome to the 100th episode of How You Play the Game, the official podcast of the Osup Foundation Incorporated. Hey, if you make it 100 episodes, it really only means one thing. Uh, you were never on UPN. Which you know, I may have just dated myself significantly because there's a lot of people who are like UPN, and like that became the WB, and then the CW. Yeah. So uh, now that now that I have just uh, raised my therapy bill in, in exceptionally as a result of that, joke, Welcome everybody to Show One Hundred. We made it. Uh, we, we have not canceled ourselves, which I think we were, you know, thinking about doing once or twice just to see what would happen. We didn't do it. So hooray for us. Uh, yours truly, Jack Furlong with you as you talk to you uh, about what's going on as far as the world of sportsmanship is concerned. Uh, this is not only the 100th episode, it is the first episode of not only January, but the year is 2022, and we're so happy that you're still with us. If you haven't been with us these 100 episodes, first of all, naughty, naughty. And secondly, yeah. you can always get in, ch- in touch with us uh, at Uh The email address is podcast at osafoundation.org. Facebook.com slash osafoundation, Twitter and Instagram at osafoundation Hashtag HowYouPlayTheGame. And now we also are on YouTube with select episodes up there, and I'm sure this one will be up there. Uh, Shortly after the new year Uh, We say hello as always to the producer engineer of the show He's been with us since the start, Mr. Sean Ryan Sean, hello, how are you?
1: I'm great how are you uh, i'm 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 here so. how many times did you breathe when you when you just introduced <clears throat> all that hold on if i carry the two um <laughs> hey i didn't know there was gonna be math involved
0: you know as well as all of us we only count to four for a living so when you know it gets it gets to four we're just like oh you know <laughs> you play you play a tune in five you're like well uh, it was nice knowing everybody. We yeah. count to it's four, funny. and we
1: and we have to have some in our hand to do that. Exactly. It's uh, so, yeah. 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 a little shaky, yeah. Yeah, but,
0: <laughs> we're holding an indicator, and, you know, we've got <laughs> balls and strikes and outs, and thankfully only one of them goes up to four. But if you're like me and you have the one that has the innings on it as well, once you get to that fifth inning, you're like, uh-oh
1: where am i you know so this is very strange you know uh, uh, i know you're in the middle of introductions but a sidebar i never i stopped using an indicator my first year in the big leagues get and out I, and i did well, everything from the scoreboard
0: well, well i guess i guess if you're you know if you're seeing the scoreboard in front of you at a major league site where they're probably going to have it right
1: most of the time not yes. always
0: yeah You still see every now and then, especially more recently, a home plate umpire, like shaking
1: his hands up here, trying to get the attention of uh, whoever's up there. The count is this, you know? Well, you know, I found out I was, what I was doing, like an idiot. I wasn't clearing it sometimes. And so I would have the second pitch of a, of a hitter and it's two to, you know, two, two. And I go, Hmm, well, I know that's not right. So, 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 um, I was working with Joe Brinkman and he said, you know, I don't, I haven't, I never, I haven't used one in years. Just try it, put it in your back pocket. Always have in case, you know, the scoreboard goes out or whatever, but, uh, uh, just try it. And, you know, you feel like you're naked out there. Oh yeah. Um, just like, I don't have an indicator. Oh my goodness. But Mm -hmm. what I, what I found was I was so focused after every pitch, making sure the count was right. Instead of looking at my hand, making sure the right account was right on the scoreboard that I was, I kept the count much better uh, without it. That that doesn't surprise me. I, you know, it's, it's a,
0: it's a, you know, I think for me, what's funny is that when I started umpiring, I had to have the indicator in my hand because as a as a ball player, you feel naked out there if you don't have it. Like you feel like you need a glove or you need a helmet or you need right. you holding batting glove, something like that. You know, so for me, I was like, you know, even when I do that now, granted, also when you're doing high school ball, they tell you to have an indicator even on the bases, which is, I think, even a little bit more awkward than than the alternative. But uh, it's. It's 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 just so fascinating to me that if you can trust the scoreboard, somehow your brain becomes more attuned to what's going on, and right. you focus even better. It's it's almost counterintuitive, but but it works. So and and, and- clearly,
1: you're you're living proof that it worked. So well, there there was a couple <laughs> there was a couple times that you know even I with the board, everything wasn't sure, so you kind of threw it out. Uh, 1-1, one, one, you know, and immediately <laughs> the, the hitter or the catcher. No, it's 2-1. Oh, oh, that's right, 2-1. Oh, yeah, sorry. yeah. <laughs> But <laughs> I've been hired. It's okay, okay? <laughs> but, you know, I've seen uh, some uphires you're talking about, you know, you, you feel like you have to have something and you, and you feel naked or whatever, but uh, some guys would use the indicator as almost a crutch. That, that You know, they're just always, you know, a close pitch and maybe he's getting some flack and he'll just use that as something like he's doing something. Or, right. You know, and, 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 it, and it took away that the opportunity to do that too. It, 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 for me, it really it helped me just stay focused uh, one pitch at a time uh, throughout a game. And that's what I did for 30 plus years.
0: That's, that's amazing. You know, I, I, I think that's something that I wish more people would, would, would understand that, especially in the high, I, again, I understand why we use indicators at these lower levels, but you know, right. I think, I think there's a lot of, you know, and we'll get into this a little bit later today in this discussion, but you know, it's a, it, it's, a it's a difficult concept sometimes for, uh, younger umpires to understand, just focus one pitch at a time. It kind of takes away some of the burden of anxiety and this, that, the other, and whatnot. Right. And um you know, so so it's it's definitely an interesting phenomenon, I think, for for us to get into. And for those of you who haven't figured it out yet, uh <laughs> the, the golden pikes that you're hearing that are not me and Sean, you know, for the hundredth episode, we thought, what better thing to do than to bring back one of our favorites, especially when we consider all the things, uh, about which we must discuss today. Uh, it's our good friend, uh, as I always say, number five on his sleeve, but number one in our hearts, Mr. Dale Scott. Dale, thanks so much for being back with us. It's, Absolutely, it's such a pleasure. How's everything going? I know you're a little under the weather, but uh, it's not COVID, and you're going to live.
1: It's yeah, exactly. I am a little bit of a cold, so I may, um, you know, hack up a lung here at some point, but um, uh, you know, hopefully not on camera. Um, <laughs> but I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Happy New Year! And uh, uh, same to you. You Me know, I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad to be here. Uh, that's, we're, we're always happy
0: to have you. And um, I, I think the first burning question that we all have to, we have to ask you is seeing how we're recording this prior to when it's being released, uh, can you use your future-telling abilities to tell us whether or not Oregon has defeated Oklahoma in the Alamo Bowl? Wow.
1: Um, all right, here's my philosophy on that. Okay. When you're in the discussion all year long, Right or wrong, right. If when you're in the discussion all year long of being a playoff uh, football team, right, and you're in the top four up to number three, again, right or wrong, that's where it was, right. And then in the span of three weeks, you lose twice, ugly, really bad, awful to the same team, Utah. Uh, In between, you beat Oregon State, but you are you go from possible playoff team. Um, and, 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 in that conversation for, for, for months, uh, since the season began, uh, all the way to, you are now in the Alamo bowl. Um, you have a ton of guys, you lose your coach, right? <laughs> you, you have a ton of guys that opt out of the bowl game, several more going into the portal. And then, uh, you're just, uh, a bunch of injuries that you have kind of, you know, everybody deals with, but I, I just don't have a lot of optimistic vibes about right. uh the alamobile um i hope i'm wrong no, and I'm- when this when this uh when we when people uh, view this uh it'll be over and 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 i'm gonna say what a game great yeah. job Doug. <laughs> <laughs> they they pulled that thing out i didn't think they would and they did and and i'm i'm thrilled to death but uh will you know we'll see i
0: i i i was thinking about it the other day and i was like how do i bring up the ducks right away and i said well you know i live in new jersey and that's the complete opposite side of the country so i really only have one really really major ducks fan in my in my circle and i knew i was going to talk to you so i had to <laughs> i had to start with it do you think that um the the the, the college football system needs even more revamping or or is, i mean there's there's obviously a lot of subjectivity and imperfection and a lot of this stuff i mean you right. follow this stuff so intently um, in terms of fairness at the at the collegiate level and whatnot, do you look at this sometimes and just scratch your head or or what how do you perceive this?
1: Well, you know, um, what I've found um, just in my little uh, duck part of the world, is that if you're not in if, if you're not in the conversation of the playoff, the 14 playoff, who cares? Okay. and, and <laughs> that's fair. I think I think it's really a di- uh, uh, just not fair to the bowls. I mean, uh, you know, 2019, or excuse me, uh, 2020 before, you know, the world collapsed. It, yeah. <laughs> the apocalypse uh, as we call it. Yep. Thank you. Yep. Uh, Oregon went to the Rose bowl. They beat Wisconsin in a great game. Uh, it, and it, you know, the, the Rose was a lot of fun. Uh, they, they, they're both, you know, bowl games can be a lot of fun, right? But it seems like if it's not part of the playoff, then who cares? You know, yeah. the, the season's over. You, why did we even play? You know, it's almost the attitude. And I don't think that's fair to the players. And the programs, and I don't think it's uh, it, it's it's good for college football. Now, I, I think the playoff is good. I I I do like it. I think it needs to be expanded for sure. Yeah. Um, and how that's going to work out, well, I think it's going to happen. But how that works out, I don't know. But but I, I just don't like the attitude that if you're not part of that discussion or part of that playoff, then the season, you know, why do you even play? Right. And and and, mm. and it, that to me is a little depressing.
0: I I understand that. You know, it was always head scratching for me, you know, I, I attended, uh, an FCS division one school and, and you, you would look at the way that they worked versus the FBS schools and whatnot. And although, you know, although you understood based upon the level of competition and, and all the other, um, rubrics and everything that they go into to, 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 to calculate this stuff, at least I could see a bracket at the end of the season of the teams from, that you know that 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 conference that level the 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 football championship series and see them match up and you go okay at least I you know it's like March Madness at that point. I can see how again it's not perfect. You know you're still you're still getting you know teams that are getting at-large bids and whatnot and you're you know you're scratching your head a little bit but it's 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 just let's put it this way. If you're OCD like me, you probably look at this stuff and go, uh, "I need another beverage, please." You know. <laughs>
1: well, yeah, it's there's a lot a lot of more AA meetings are being uh, yeah. <laughs> attended because, but but you know. Um, there was a point you know i grew up a duck fan and they were terrible i mean right. they, they were just awful they were they were two and nine every year basically and if they beat oregon state you're well, yeah, you know yeah, yeah successful season um and for many years we didn't do that um but we would have given you know i would have given my my upper teeth to go to the Rose Bowl you know right. I, I my brother and I used to say just once in our lifetime just once can we go to the Rose Bowl you know right now it's almost like the Rose Bowl well that's not the part of the playoff yeah screw it. Yeah, yeah I mean it's, it's it's almost like it's a it, it, if you're not like I said if you're not part of that and I just think that's wrong and, I, hear, and, I hear you and Oregon had a chance to go to the Rose Bowl if they beat Utah in the championship game of course they didn't they got blown out but my point was there was a lot of you know in the chatter and you hear all the the extremes are always on the chatter you know Yeah. You know, but to, you know well you know you know, if, if they lose Utah again, then what's the point? And, you know, I mean, it's just like, you know, I, I don't know. It, it's very frustrating as a duck fan to remember how things were. Right. And, and granted things are much, much better. And the program is a, is a, is a much bigger and more successful program, but you still can have a successful season at, I don't know, 10 and two, or, uh, you know, <laughs> it's the, you know, I mean, yeah. it, it's just, uh, and, and, you know, let's remember these are what, 18, 19 20 21 year olds playing football they're um, still kids you know exactly you know this, exactly. is, so, this isn't the pros <clears throat> exa- exactly exactly all those getting closer now <laughs> that's very <laughs> true it, it's
0: kind of the minor leagues of football if you will so right. I, I i understand that you know um it's you know it's so funny you say that too because you know you go you go out to a bar on the east coast you know, after the world series is over and you, you know, there's ESPN and it's, you know, it's 10 o'clock at night on a Friday or Saturday night. And next thing, you know, Oh good. The ducks are on, you know, like, like, Oh, you know, <laughs> again, like, Oh, I bet you Dale's there right now. You know? So.
1: Well, you know, that's true. I mean, you know, because of the time change and all that stuff. And, and, and uh, uh, I've had, you know, umpire friends, people, you know, in Florida, all the East Coast, same you know, I'm kind of a semi-Duck fan, or at least I, I, I certainly see many of their games or bits right. and pieces of their games because they're on. It seems like every, yeah. you know, Saturday night.
0: Yeah, uh, it's and it's it's a it's a good time. I, I I certainly you know from a sportsmanship perspective appreciate the you know the the fandom by osmosis. Know from from my end where it's like, you know, I hey, I know the world's biggest duck fan. So I'm gonna sit back and enjoy this game. I'll have a fourth beer. Yes, I will just let my tab go up. Thank you. Yeah. So
1: that's exactly what we wanted to have. Right, yeah.
0: It's all working. You you know that the people at at Oregon are just saying, you're like, all right, how do we get these bars all over the country to just make more money? (laughs) Well, we put the ducks on late at night, we'll be fine on on the east coast. Johnson, that's genius, you know. It's (laughs) a genius. Yeah. Um, you know, so so one one of the there's a couple of main reasons we have Dale on the show today, um, and 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 one of them we'll eventually get into with some of the big announcements that we've been teasing in episodes coming up to this. But the one I want to start with is is right behind your right shoulder. Uh, you've got uh, a book coming out uh, called "The Umpire Is Out." And, and I, 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 you look beautiful in that red shirt. I love the red (laughs) shirt. I I still have a red shirt. People look at me. Why do you have red shirts are awesome. Shut up. We're wearing it. You know, (laughs) um, let's, let's just dive into that. You know, um, tell us about, you know, how, how the book came about and, uh, you know, what went into it and, and, and just, uh, you know, the, the overview of the process and what you felt, you know, experiencing
1: it. Well, uh, I, I, you know, many umpires uh, uh, have retired and and written books uh, over the years. And I really honestly was not going to be one of those, um, one of those guys. I just have, you know, the the books are entertaining and there's some, you know, great stories and funny stories, you know, some are true, <laughs> 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 but, but, you know, and, and, and some of these I, I read and, and, and I was there, you know, and some of these, um, uh, stories and stuff and it was, and it's all fun, but I just, I just had no desire to do that. But I, I, Rob Nyer, who helped me uh, with this book and Rob uh, is a longtime baseball writer, uh, for 20 plus years, he's written for ESPN and Fox and, and, um, you know, uh, he just happens to live in Portland, Okay, but I had helped him, um, in yeah, very beginning, especially during COVID. Especially. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, no, but, but, but he, he uh, I had helped him on a book he was writing, uh, one spring training, I don't know, at 90, um, 90 in the uh, 2015, maybe, or 14, somewhere in there okay. uh, I'd helped. He, he, he talked to me during spring training. That's the First time I had met him. And well, in 2019, he, uh, uh, Got a hold of me. And he said, "Listen, uh, that book that you helped me with was published. I've got a signed copy. Let's meet for lunch." I said, "Perfect. Let's do that." So we did. And as we're having lunch, he said, "So when are you writing a book?" And I said, "Rob, I, I have no desire to write a book." And he goes, "Really? Because if you wrote a book, I would be the first one to read it." He goes, "You have a story to tell, and it's not just your umpire story, which is a lot of stories and a oh, lot yeah. of fun. Uh, you know, laughs and, and interesting insights and that kind of stuff. You got a whole nother story about your life and, and coming out." Um, it, as an active umpire, the first uh, in the in the in the in the big five sports, uh, an active official, first male active official, to ever ever do that, um and that's all. And granted, yeah, I did I did come out, but for years I tried to hide that as much as I could, um because in, you know, as I was in the minor leagues, I was afraid of, you know, one thing that happened. I hadn't put the parallels together. Why I don't know, but my first professional game in the Northwest League, right out of umpire school you know in in june of of 1981 was literally about two weeks from the first news report of a strange cancer uh affecting gay men in this country and they didn't know what it was and but it was strange and it was blowing up well it was hiv it was aids of course we Mm -hmm. figured that out and then that was the plague of the 80s and People were kids were denied going to school and and people were afraid to touch a water faucet or people were, uh, you know, because people were scared. They didn't know what it was, but people were dying and, and at young, young ages. And that's right when I started baseball. So once it was uh, figured out that basically a gay disease at that time, that's what it was called. Uh, I knew that not only not only did I not want people to know that I was gay because it would affect my moving up and trying to get to the big leagues. Now they wouldn't even want to be in the same room with me right uh you know the locker room he touched that towel i'm not touching that towel he touched that soap i'm not you know because people were scared they didn't know how this was spread they didn't know what was going on so i did everything i could to actively not be found out all through my minor league career once i got to the big leagues um you know i say in the book uh you know uh, mike my husband now i used i used I, i mean she was fully on board and, and, and game. His, uh, one sister, older sister, uh, Mary was about my age. Uh, she lived in Phoenix, uh, uh, flew for an airline as a flight attendant. And I said, will you, uh, you know, she was single at the time. I said, will you be my beard. <laughs> and I, <laughs> wow. And, and I brought her to an umpire, uh, 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 bar that we have in Phoenix that in spring training. All the guys are there, you know, and we go there all the time. And just to throw off the scent, uh, you know, I I mean, and I mean, this is how far I went to try to cover up who I was. And Mm -hmm. um, I was living a double life. I was living two because I wasn't in the closet per se. I was out at home. Um, But when I was in my baseball life, I wasn't. And, and it was, um, you know, it was quite a journey doing that Uh, and, and, and maneuvering yourself through those types of things. And, and, And I talk about it in the book and I, and, but that's what Rob was, was, was saying. You have a, you have a story, you've got your baseball story, which is great, but you also have this story that involves baseball, but it's a whole personal journey that, that you had to take, that you did take and that you came out the other end, you know? Um, And when I came out uh, publicly in in uh, December of, of 2014, the response I got was so unbelievably positive. And the, and the, and the people that emailed me and uh, it, you know uh, it, it just was very uplifting and so with that experience and then what Rob was telling me I thought you know maybe it would be a good idea to to put this out there and maybe mm-hmm. this will help I mean if I had had a mentor if I had had somebody that I could look up to that 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 was gay that would have been such a huge um, you know positive thing for me uh, and you know, I say in the book, I've said the story along, you know, several times, but it, it, it just touches me. Um, when I came out, I got an email from a high school senior in the L.A. area who umpired baseball. I was, I happened to be his favorite umpire. That was just coincidence, but right. he umpired baseball and he, his goal was to be in the major leagues. He was also gay and he was not out and he was about ready to, you know, uh, 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 that year was going to, um, he was a senior going to graduate. So I, um, excuse me a second. Sorry about that. That's all right. Um, so, uh, he writes me and he says, um, you know, now I know, he tells me all this. And he, he said, now I know that if I don't make it to the big leagues, it's not because, uh, it, or if I don't make it to the big leagues, it's because I don't have the talent. It's not because of who I am. Yeah. That's very powerful. That 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 really struck me. Uh, we had, he said, can we have lunch when you come to work the Dodgers? Absolutely. I had lunch with him about a, about a week before his graduation. Great kid. Um, uh, Sal uh, is his name. He's in the you know I talked about him in the book. Um, I came back to work the Dodgers in August, right before he was going off to college. We had lunch again. I said, by the way, I said last time I was here, you're about ready to graduate. How'd that go? He goes, oh, it went great. He goes because of you. I I came out to everybody in the school and my whole family. And I was like, "Really? Okay." <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking, uh, "So how did that go?" <laughs> you know, because I'm feeling responsible. Right? Yeah. He said, "He said he said it, it it went great." He goes, "I would have never ever done that, but you gave me the courage in, 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 to do that, to to take that step." That's just one person out of hundreds of emails that I got that were very positive. So that's why when Rob. Uh, said you had this story and it's a powerful story. And I think it, it it's one that, you know, people, people will, uh, you know, absorb and resonate and, and, and understand not everybody, obviously, right. but you know, um, and I, it, that got me thinking, I said, you know what, maybe I, maybe I will. And so that's how it got started. Okay. And, and let me tell you, I, I'm not a writer. I've never been, you know, <laughs> um, it was a challenge. Um, it was, um, but it was fun. Uh, we, 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 we shipped around looking for, uh, um, the publishers we finally got one we we signed a contract in October of last year 2020 they wanted the manuscript in uh, April of 2021 and they wanted around 80,000 words uh we pushed that to mid may and we sent them 90 uh, 95,000 words and that's after we'd cut it down right yeah but they uh but they ex- you know they they accepted it and then you go through edits and everything but this was such a process i probably ended up writing I don't know, 80% of the book. Um, uh, but Rob was, you know, he was right there. It was it, the whole process was, was, was fun. And, and, you know, let's face it, it was quarantine time. I mean, it was not, you know, I mean, not a lot was going on. Right. You so got to do something. Great. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It was, it was, <laughs> some of my friends said uh, you by far when the, what did you do during uh, uh, COVID uh, Right, and, <laughs> <laughs> at home time? You wrote a book for Frank yeah. Um mm-hmm. But um, uh, it, it, I really enjoy the process, but here, here's the thing, Jack. I have been telling, you know, certain umpire stories for years and they're funny stories and people laugh and this and that right now, when I'm talking to you, I can gesture, I can pause, I can give different uh, voices. I can, I can, you know, do whatever, trying to translate that onto a page, that same story. So the reader gets as much out of it as me telling it to him in person is a challenge. I mean, Mm. it's, it's really a challenge. And and it's not easy uh, you know i mean you 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 learn as you go you know get through this process um how to do things better you know I, I there is no doubt when i started in october and then when i looked at the stuff i was writing in may i had improved a lot as a writer just mm-hmm. uh, uh doing that but that's a real challenge and so it, the whole thing was an education it was a challenge But it was a lot of fun. I really did enjoy it. And I'm, I'm, I'm pretty proud of the product that, that, you know, put out like anything after we'd, uh, you know, sent everything off and edited and, and this and stuff, you know, to the point where you really can't change much, there was like eight, 10 different things. Oh God, I didn't, I didn't mention this story. I didn't talk about this Mm -hmm. or I didn't do that, you know, that I would have liked to have added or had been in there. But of course, you know, they want so many words. They don't want me just, you know, babbling off like I am right now. And they, and they, and they, uh, and, 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 you know, you can only put, you know, so much, but anyway, it was a lot of fun. Uh, it comes out May 1st. I, I have zero idea how it's going to sell. And that's not really, I'm not going to say it's not important. Of course, I'd love to sell a lot of books, but, but I'm happy to get the message out there. And if it's, if it's anything like Sal, if someone reads this, who, you know, in, is an official of some sport or, or whatever, but they read this and they see that hey, you can be yourself and still now, granted, I wasn't myself early, like I just said, I was hiding who I was, right. But eventually I got on I, I, I came out the other end and, and, and much much stronger and better for it. And I think it brought the level of conversation up in that you know genre, a, a gay person in sports, you know in, in, in general or a you know a, a gay man umpiring baseball on that stage. Um, it, 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 I think it's, you know, I'm, I'm happy with, with not only the results of what my life was, but also the results of the book and, and hopefully people will enjoy it.
0: Well, I'll be the first to, to, buy it right off of you know amazon or wherever and so i'll be you, you sold at least one copy sean i can't speak for you um yeah, absolutely. So, okay Love so, to read so it. the only problem is sean, sean says to me all the time he goes i don't read i send him an email yeah i'll send him an email about something and he just goes can you just but tell your, me the next time?" emails golfing? are so biblical like, i it's write like it's, i write dissertations it's, it's, man it's like come on yeah, no I, i'm not arguing i am not arguing I, well you know
1: uh i have several friends uh sean that are very similar they reading is not uh high on their list um uh, they can read but they that's just, important they, yeah it's yeah, just it's just <laughs> right, not high on their right. list um but they said are you going to do a, a book on tape we haven't the publisher is university of nebraska press we, we haven't even got that far i mean i think that is something for the future to, for us to to to, to you know talk about or whatever but if we do by god i better be the one that's doing the voice
0: right? yes yes i, I mean i yeah. mean uh, right.
1: the radio background i've got a huge mic right here so yeah, i mean yeah, i you can I, you know I, <laughs> I, I mean i should be able to to you know to, to do this thing um and and of course that way when i'm reading my stories that i just said it's you know tough to put on paper i can at least do it the way that uh that it's you know it should be read i guess but uh We'll see if that happens, but I, I'm I'm very excited. Yes, you can. This is my uh, uh, official author has to make a plug thing. Yes, you can order it right now on Amazon. Uh, pre-order. Uh, it comes out May first, and uh, and I'm excited, and I and I hope people yeah. enjoy it.
0: I, I'm I'm sure they. That's will. awesome, and and I can't wait. I I would I would even get the audio book too, just because I know as <laughs> you know someone uh, you know I I have. Some work in that as well so when you you know when you talk about that i'm like i just love hearing your voice as well anyway so if you can if you can get back on radio
1: you know uh, well, just, there you go. just as long as it's not a george costanza situation where he hears his right, own voice instead. right right, right. Yeah, right. But it was funny when uh, mike and i were driving down with our dog uh, from portland to palm springs that's where i'm at now here in beautiful p.s but uh um we, a lot of times we'll get a book on tape, you know, and you download one or whatever we, da- we downloaded this. One. I don't remember what it was. And like the first two minutes of, of the reading, we looked at each other and go, I can't listen to this. <laughs> 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 I, I, you know, we've got, uh, you know, 17 hours of driving and there's not a chance in hell that I'm going to be able to listen <laughs> to this person for the, you know, uh, the next 17 minutes. Um, it, it makes a big difference who's talking, you know, yes. and, and the voice that's going on. So there's there's no doubt about that. You know, you you're talking about you like you like to hear my voice. I uh I did a voicemail message or, you know, um when you call somebody up and you've reached the voicemail of Dan Isonia. Dan can't personally <laughs> take your call right now. Please leave a message. I, I I I must have gotten 15 or 20 umpires. Uh, I don't know if I'm still on them, but I, I was at one time. Their voice message, and 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 supervisors would call me and say, "Will you quit doing your damn <laughs> voice messages?" Every time I'm, I think I'm calling so and so, and I hear your voice go, "Oh, I must have missed," Di-, you know, and then it's like, no. <laughs> 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 It's a true story. Oh my god, that's awesome.
0: Uh, I, I I may I may have to get you to do that. So I'm not, I'm not going to lie, I got a couple of. I got to, at least at least for my business line, you know, yeah, you know. Yeah. So and then I'll have to have, you know, I'll have to have other other umpires call me like what what the hell is going what, on with yeah. you? <laughs> I'm just I'm just bragging. I got I got Dale Scott to do my voicemail. Uh, yeah, you know, that's I all right, I have yeah. reached the pinnacle of my life. I <laughs> can retire now, you know?
1: Yeah, I should set up a kiosk and then I could just do this. So I'm retired now. This exactly. so is my job now is like just do voicemail. There are there are
0: companies that do that. I mean, I'm I i can not remember with the name of the company, but I know um Howie Rose Voice of the Mets does it, you know, for for profit as well. It's like, hey, do you need me to, you know, come up with a personalized greeting for you to send Was to somebody else? You know. Cameo. Cameo, that's it. Cameo, yeah. 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 Well,
1: by the way, I'm on cameo. So oh, go thank God. Be-
0: <laughs> oh. oh God. I can I can sleep tonight now.
1: Yeah, yeah I'm on I'm on cameo. So uh, I'll give you a reduced rate. Okay, uh, good. To- good. Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'll write that off myself. So yeah, there you, know, you go. Yeah, yeah there you yeah, go. This is all business expenses. Um, <laughs> the the one story that that I, I heard you tell uh, on you know all the different specials you know MLB Network or ESPN or whatever I I love the story and I can't remember uh, the guy the player who was in the story but you were in spring training. Uh, after coming out and the, I can't remember which player it was, gave you the
1: big bear hug and said that you were free. Who was that again? That was Marlon bird, Marlon bird. That's Marlon bird. Yeah. It was, it was was so unexpected. I didn't know what to expect. Yeah. Uh, I came out in December. Uh, First game wasn't, you know, late February, early March. Right. Uh, The first spring training game that I had and it was the Reds uh, Indians. Or Guardians now that it was right the now, Indians yeah, then. Yeah. Yep, um, and and uh, uh, in uh, Goodyear or, or wherever they play. Anyway, but it, it was there. Excuse me. I love colds, so yeah.
0: <laughs> as we all um, do.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but um, uh, you know, I, the the game. I didn't know what to expect when I walked out on that field. It, 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 something that hit me that I never thought of after coming out in, in that ballpark. Uh, which they share. Right. Um, our room is in center field. (coughs) Once again, Mm -hmm. our room is in center field. And so to walk out to the plate, you walk, you know, the entire way. So there's quite an entrance as you come out, you know, onto the, the four of us walking out there. And that particular day, was the first time I was going to be on the field as an out person as an out umpire, as an out individual. And that didn't, you know, I, it really didn't if i mean i didn't really think that much about it until i was actually walking on the field and walking toward home plate and i thought oh my goodness this is the first time in my entire career that anybody in the stands right now could just go i'm one of the umpires are number five boom dale scott gay man you know yeah. i mean it, it's it's right there and i thought it, it, it's the first time that i'm, I'm walking on the field where I, I i have this this freedom this this um um, you know, this feeling that, that I had never had before that I was there was no more shields in front of me. There was no more, um, playing the game as I like to say that it was all out there. And I, I, I didn't even anticipate that type of feeling. I mean, I didn't think of it really. Um, but it was, it was so uh, such a liberating type of type of thing. Uh, so the game started in, you know, I was on the bases, uh, in spring training, we usually work a couple of these and we'll switch to, right. You know, Switch off all the time, so I had first couple innings at the first base. So when I went to third base, Marlon Byrd has got the third base dugout. He's coming in from left field, and you know I've known Marlon a long time. He would played with several teams. He's been around forever. Um, as he's running, he goes Dale, and, and you know first game you always say hello to guys. You know how was your right. off season? How things going? Blah 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 and uh then they scream at him yeah uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's a so it's spring a- training <laughs> game come on yeah. <laughs> i hope you had a great off season now that pitch was you know. yeah yeah um so marlon is jogging in he goes damn I go, hey Marlon!" and he and it's not unusual for marlon and i to say hello or whatever yeah but he keeps coming at me and he goes and he just grabs me and this big bear hag almost like lifts me up and i didn't see this coming what's it um but he he kind of in my ear he said i'm so proud of you you're free man you're free i'm so proud of you and and i just said wow you know thanks marlon and he, run, he runs off and i it, wow you know i yeah. just did i just didn't expect that now that being said uh, later that game joey Votto uh, of the reds uh after the fifth inning his day was done and he was going out to his the clubhouse so he went by me i was at second base then and as he runs by, he shakes my hand. He goes, "Dale, I just want to congratulate you." You know, I I, I I think that's awesome. And you know, off he went. That was two players. The rest of the rest of that season, I had one other player, one trainer, and one base coach say something about it, and that was it. Interesting. Uh, which is fine. I mean, that was fine. I, I I like I said, I didn't know what to expect when I th- that season started, but I did say when I came out in December and there was that whirlwind for a day and a half or so of, of coverage um i said you know when i was asked uh, you know what do you think the reaction is going to be when games start blah 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 and i said well i think basically it'll be business as usual because i think they're much more uh players and managers and coaches and fans as far as that goes are are much more uh uh in tune of me getting pitches and plays right than than what i do when the game's over you know or who i am when the game's over so and that's basically how it turned out and which is fine with me um that's the way it should be and i you know mlb knew the people that you know employed me the people that assigned me uh they had known for quite a while and uh you know the other thing i said during interviews i said you know thankfully major league baseball has evaluated me on my on my work on the field and, and nothing else and, right. and, and that's and that's the way it should be you know and so mm-hmm. uh it, my coming out process publicly was so smooth it's almost you know should have been illegal i mean right. because yeah. oh, because so many, I mean, there's so many people that struggle with coming out and struggle with um you know with family or friends or or employers or 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 whatever. Um, and I understand that. I'm not I absolutely not saying that, oh, it's easy, everybody should come out. I mean, you know, I mean, yeah. because I know there are uh, every situation different. Coming out is such a personal, personal thing that who am I to say you should come out? I mean, in a perfect world, everybody would come out and you would be amazed <laughs> the people that you deal with every day or every week you know, th- that some of them are gay and, and yeah. you would have no idea, but I also understand it's a very personal thing. And so, um, you know, that's up to the individual to make that decision. Um, but, but I was lucky uh, my coming out process in my life in general, when I was 19, when I figured it all out. And then in my baseball life, when I came out publicly on that, on that stage like that, uh, I was a very lucky man. I, I didn't have uh, too many issues uh, doing that.
0: Yeah. It's, it's, it's a weird,
1: uh, catch twenty-two almost because
0: on one hand I'm sure it feels so good to have you know the stories of the Marlin birds of the world who who provide that support and that's a beautiful thing on one hand and then on the other hand to have it just be business as usual right. is in itself a, a fantastic compliment mm-hmm. because because they're you know they're saying who you are in that sense doesn't change. You know how we feel about you as the person and as the umpire and as this that you know it's that's you know and and i think one of the, the the things to to specifically point out is that you know i'm sure that there are people who you know when they hear some of that stuff maybe they're scratching their heads and going why aren't more people you know so thrilled about this and whatnot and then you have to say you know that's that's a compliment in itself. That might be arguably one of the most important compliments to, you know, because people are basically saying it's one of those things where it's race, gender, ethnicity, sexual orientation, disability and religion do not define me in, in, in these parameters. It's it's who I am, who's what's in my heart, what my character is and how I treat people. And, and right. that, you know, that's that's an important thing, I think, to highlight, you know, in, not just in terms of sportsmanship, but in terms of of just, you know, treating other people the way that you would wish to be treated. And especially in, in, in the case of experiencing what you've experienced and, and how you so eloquently described that there are countless people who will struggle, have struggled, will struggle with uh, the same thing. And, and, you know, it's, it's, it's important to really highlight that empathy, you know, so
1: people know they're not alone. Right. Right. And, and, and it, you know, uh, we talked earlier about, you know, why did I write this book and, and what changed my mind? It's, you know, I'm hoping it's because of my actions that mm-hmm. somebody somewhere is saying, man, kind of like Sal did, quite yeah. frankly. Yeah. Man, I, I can, I can achieve this, or I can do this, or I can, I can go for this. You know, I may not make it, but it's not because of who I am. Right. It's, mm. it's because I may not have the skills. I, may, it may not have the opportunities that you know that, uh, in front of me. But, but I tried, and it's not because of who I am. I'm not immediately just dismissed. Because I'm gay, or, right. or bi. and uh, you know, and and it, it, that's so important to have in in all walks of life and fields, uh, it, it, have that message out there because it it, it gives people company. I mean, the emails like you know, people say, "Hey, I'm not ready to go out that closet door yet. But I'm a close uh, a step closer," and because you gave me a, another little shot of courage to to maybe make that next step. And he goes, mm-hmm. "I, you know," and, and and I mean, I I can't tell you how many. Um, you know, people in all, you know, police, fire, military, uh, 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 you know, other officials. Um, uh, I get letters uh, or letters. I got emails from, uh, um, you know, I remember there was a, a father in Toronto with two daughters. And he said, I'm so uh, the courage that you showed and, and, and it, you know, being out there. He said, it's it, just another step closer to where my daughter's growing up. I hope that as my daughters grow up, this will be a world where this will not be a story anymore. Yeah. You know, that that yeah. someday that it just won't be. And that's exactly that's exactly true. I uh, I don't want to be known as the gay umpire. I was an umpire who happened to be gay, right? You know? And mm-hmm. and and I'm I'm hopeful that people judge me on my body of work, both good and bad. I mean, right. you know, I I am not you know, <laughs> Even I looked at some plays. I called him. What? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, what exactly happened there? Yeah, um, but, yeah. uh, but, but I, but, but, but don't don't judge my character. Oh, he's gay. Well, then he's flawed, or he's right. You know, he can't do the job, or yeah. or whatever. You know, it's that's just not true. Right.
0: Um, you know, which that leads me to a very interesting, you know, um, point of discussion. We we talk about this a lot in terms of sportsmanship, because especially also of topics such as cancel culture or quotas that have to be met or things like that. And it always comes back to that same idea of, you know, it's your body of work that will uh, determine, you you know, whether you can do a job or not, or whether you're successful or not, or or however you want to describe that. Um, In your opinion, is there is there more to be done, or are there more things that you can pinpoint, or however you want to examine it, that that all of us can kind of consider in our own mind to to to, to try and reach that goal in a more perfect world? You know, kind of like how the, the the dad in Toronto just said. You know, I hope that my my daughters grow up at a time when this isn't even a story. You know, what else could the could the average person, whether they're gay or not, doesn't even matter. Uh, can what can they do? To, to help facilitate that in the name of treating other people the way that they would wish to be treated, which is in itself just good sportsmanship.
1: Right. Uh, well, you know, one thing is, uh, and, and, you know, I, I don't want to sound, well, you have to be politically correct. Really. Right, yeah. I mean, I, I'm not pigeonholing something like that. Right. But hey, uh, with a group of a couple of friends and they, they throw out the, the F word, yeah. the fag, you know, or they yeah. make a, a gay joke about somebody or whatever. Just say, you know, I, I you know, I don't think, I don't think that's funny. Or I, you know, that, or I've got a friend that, uh, that's gay and, and, you know, you know, you don't have to make a big deal, but it's just, you know, you talk about word of mouth when saying, you know, the best thing about a movie, if you have word of mouth, it's, you know, it'll be a huge shit right? It just kind of, kind of word of mouth. When, when, when someone realizes that, you know, it's really maybe not that funny to, uh, you know, do that to about you know, or talk about that way about a group of people or whatever. Um, we have in the, in in our culture, and it's just kind of a, um, you know, but young people these days, they say fag all the time, or you're so, or they'll say that's so gay or something. Yeah. Now listen. I say that too, sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. you know, because I'll, somebody will say something, I'll go, oh well, well, boy, is that gay? You know, I, 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 <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> but, but 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 you know, so I you know maybe I'm talking on both sides of my mouth here, but 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 you, you 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 understand when it's used in a in a in a negative way, when right. it's used in, 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 you know in a bad way to to to, to right. p- push someone down, to make them feel inferior, to make them feel second class, to you know that type of thing, those types of things. Uh, are not are not cool frankly yeah. and um you know we've done that through history as a society with uh you know with people of color we don't call them the n word um yeah. some still do i get that but i mean it's not that's just something you just you just should not do right. um, um and and i'm hopeful that um disparaging uh, things like that you know uh, i was working a, a playoff series um uh, texas uh, tampa divisional series and it uh, texas ended up winning in in tampa the uh series was over uh, but, bef- but be- before the, uh, the Tampa locker room was really small, and there's six yeah, of us in there. And it's that just, well,
0: that, that stadium in itself is a whole nother podcast,
1: you know, right? Right, <laughs> exactly. It would be a much smaller podcast, yeah. <laughs> I mean, we would have rings around the top, right. um, but uh, it, I always call it arena baseball. And when we yeah, that's to Tampa, that was, is guys, fair. get ready for yeah. arena baseball, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> but um, uh, Greg Gibson, who you know, a longtime umpire, umpire, still, still on the staff. Greg and I have known each other for a long time, but we've never worked together. Uh, we were never on a crew together. We, you know, we didn't uh, come up at the same time. We we weren't, we didn't know each other that well, but right. but we but we knew each other for a long time. Right. So, you know, see him in meetings, whatever. But we were working together that uh, that playoff series. And uh, before the game, the six of us were in there, and he was telling a story, uh, you know, a funny story about something, this and that, this and that, and this and that, and, and, uh, and, you know, kind of toward the end, he, 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 he just as he's telling the story and not not thinking you know that this is a but he goes blah 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 and it, that was so i mean it was such a he was such a fag and then he just jumped and looked at me and go oh my god i am so sorry you know and he, and he he felt like remorse that he had just said that in front of me and i said you know greg i said you're, you're fine i said the fact that you just realized immediately that that was something that shouldn't have shouldn't have been said is is half the battle i said you know if you didn't realize if you had said that and not even reacted just because that's just you didn't even understand that that might be offensive to me or someone else in this room um then we've got a lot more education (laughs) or you know we we have we have farther to go The, the the fact that you immediately realize oh my goodness i should not have said that that was the wrong thing to say and immediately apologized to me which i accepted and i said that's half the battle dude you know, that the fact that you, you know, because next time, maybe when you're telling that story, you won't even say that. Yeah. Why? Because you just remembered how you did it this time, even though I was in the room, granted. But mm. you realize that that's just probably not the, the best way to, you know, sum that up or whatever. And it was all good. I mean, it was an educa- it, 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 it It brought to light to not just him, but everybody in that room of you know, maybe that's not cool, you, yeah. know? <laughs> you know? And, and, and so it, things like that, that's, that's half the battle. If we can get people to th- be thinking of a little bit differently, um, and, and understand that we're people, man. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you know wh- I think
0: one of the best things about what you just said is, is you put it into context, you know, in a very humanistic way where you, say, you know, you, you were just saying, yeah, even I say, you know, like, oh, that's so gay, something like that, that you just right. said, you know, because, because, you know, I think Sean and I talk about this a fair amount too, you know, sometimes, you know, you, you, you make fun of yourselves in a certain way, or right. when you're, when you're behind closed doors and you, you're within, you know, a company that understands the context, sometimes it's, it's a different story and this is not just about, you know uh, the gay community or anything like. I mean, geez, you were just talking about you know the N word and whatnot and how that in itself is still so prominent within the black community. I mean, you look at rap right. and hip hop and whatnot. I mean, that's right. all over the place. Right. You know, and and again, that's a that's a topic for another time. But it 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 shows that this isn't just a black and white thing. This is a you know a, a, an empathetic experience that happens over time it's it's right. three dimensional um, it's not right wrong two dimensional and and it's about the evolution you know and the process rather than are we you know are we checking boxes and say we're not going to be this way or not you know that's right. that i think is one of the most important parts of of what you just said and and the stories that you that you told through that highlight that 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 empathy because that in itself is about you know, good sportsmanship. The story you just told about Greg and whatnot—that—that that in itself is—is is, to me so paramount to understand how people can, can 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 forgive and and you know these are all insanely important things uh, to help us advance our culture and and our
1: relationships. Well, and and it's it's growth. We're growing as a society. We learn you you, know, you 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 know things things that uh, I mean maybe this isn't a good analogy but i mean look at the old movies they're all smoking Everybody's yeah. smoking. <laughs> you know? yeah, yeah. well we've 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 learned you know what that's probably not a good thing yeah <laughs> it's probably not a good thing to promote it's you know uh in the 60s they came out with a report. That, oh by the way uh, you're gonna die if you smoke yeah, yeah, <laughs> you're, yeah. you're gonna have lung cancer <laughs> and it's a small know, factoid this. just slipping <laughs> in at the bottom you know um uh, now we're not you know you learn as society, you, you evolve, you learn things, you, you, you understand things better, things that were appropriate or, or the norm or not even thought of, you know, at at all. Just, it would just have the way it was is now stuff. Now, again, I'm not, I don't, I'm not sitting here and I don't want to preach politically correct. by God. You have to do this and this and this and this, or you're, you know, this, I mean, I, I'm not that way. I make, I make, I make fun of myself all the time. I mean, you know, somebody will say, say something. Well, I, I get this, I get this a lot. Like, uh, you know, I can't believe you're gay. I mean, you know, an umpire, is a you know, big butch thing, you know, how can, how can a yeah. guy be gay? And I said, well, you haven't seen me at home in a tutu, you know? And so, you know, you can, you can have, you can make fun of yourself. You can have fun with it. It's, it's not like a, I can't, you know, I have to, if I say anything, it's, it's, but, but it's all in context. It's yeah. all in, in yep. understanding Sometimes the best way for someone to understand something is through humor or through that type of yes. thing. Yes, yes,
0: yes. Now, now is that picture of you in a tutu available online anyway? It is.
1: Uh, it, it, if it is, it's viral. Okay. Um, and um, I, <laughs> uh, I did not include that picture in my twenty-five pictures in the book. Okay. Um, um, it was that'll
0: be for the second edition.
1: It was then, number twenty-six. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it just didn't quite make the cut. Uh, uh, I blame the publisher. That's that's right. That's right. the only way I can. I can put
0: it, you know, Um, know, one thing I was thinking about as I as I was preparing for this, because I was I was thinking about that to go back to that that incident with with Marlon Byrd that that we discussed, you know, the idea of the burden being lifted from your shoulders. uh, And I was trying to extrapolate that beyond just your context, because I think that there are people uh, not only in sports, but in life in general, where they carry a burden you know um and for and for whatever reason and it can be it can be anything like i'll use myself as an example you know i i carry a burden a lot of the times through through anxiety of especially when i'm umpiring it's am i going to do a good job today am i going to miss a pitch and then i'm going to hear it and then how am i going to react from you know when when people are going to start yelling at me or are they going to yell at me and how am i going to react even though i got the call right you know <laughs> and and that's that's the kind of thing that you know, if I'm experiencing that as a burden, I can only imagine how many other people are experiencing either that specific burden or another type of burden um, that 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 could be, you know, assimilated to that. Can you talk about the 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 application of that burden being lifted, and perhaps you know, sh- shed some light on how all of us uh, can 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 kind of grow through this growth to um, to, to to learn to maybe. Uh, try and take that burden off in some way, shape, or form. You know, in, in the most applicable way possible, if if that is possible.
1: Well, you know, it, it's um, you're you're a product of obviously of your of your background, of your of how you know where you grew up, and, and and you know, all those all those things. For you know, for example, in the last you know year or so, since the George Floyd thing and and, and that horrific. Uh, situation in minneapolis you know you heard a lot of black voices um people of color that said i i i i i I, i'm not a person of color i i didn't i wasn't raised that way but i i i listened and i understood that you know there's there's probably things i don't even think about that is something that they deal with every day and so Mm -hmm. um the same thing with 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 someone that's gay that, that that's not out that is maybe in a very small community and and has no real Uh, outlet or something you don't have to necessarily um know exactly what they're talking about but you you can try to understand and put yourself in their shoes you can you can try to understand what they're explaining or what they're saying to you or and say hmm i never thought of that um i i I take for granted uh when i walk into a room it's mostly white people you know or, or, or you know or whatever and you you um So, so I think we, if we can all try to, again, you know, I'm not saying that I I totally understand exactly what you're saying because, because I don't, because I had, because I, I, I I didn't experience that. But what I can do is try to put myself in your shoes and try to put myself into the situation that you're explaining and, 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 and put it into my situation and saying, yeah, you know, that would be different. That would be um, something that, time after time, after time, after time, after time that would bother you, that would, that would affect you. Um, And, 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 and try to then, you know, if someone says, when, when, you know, certain people do this, it's very offensive to us, or it's very, you know, okay, I didn't understand that. I, I'm going to try to understand it. And I'm going to try not to ever do that. Or, you know, I'll, right. or not, not to, you know, again, I, I, I can't just say, oh, I, I understand exactly what they're saying because I, I, I don't have it there. But I can certainly try to understand what they're telling me. Right. And, and, and make those uh, um, decisions to do something a little bit. It's kind of like what Greg said. I mean, you know, that whole story uh, in the locker room is just, he, he, he immediately realized that's not cool. Yeah. And maybe next time, I won't say that. You know, even if yeah. Dale isn't, he's not here, but maybe I just want to say that anyway, because it's, you know what, maybe it's just not cool, yeah. uh, you know, and, and that can be offensive to someone that you don't even know, you know, as far as um, someone that's gay, you, you don't know. I mean, yeah. you, just, right. you just don't know. I mean, and, and, um, and so... What you might think, you know, the whole thing—know your audience, right? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's, yeah. It's it's a it's a thing that uh, you know. Maybe that's just something I shouldn't say in general because you never know who 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 may be affected by that. Right, right. Mm. It
0: there's there's almost an element of understanding that uh, dissonance is okay. You know, it's that that, you know, because we, we psychologically, we all want everything to be, you know, so perfect and aligned properly to a certain degree. And it's OK to have uh, differing opinions so long as we are able to respect and understand. You know, I, I say that a lot to people, you know, when you have a discussion, whether, be, you know, we, geez, religion and politics are the two that always come up, you know, when, when in that type of thing. And you say, listen, I, I'm not here to try and convince you necessarily to change your opinion you know you're uh, that's that's an american thing you're entitled to you know uh, your opinion in 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 these regards and and whatnot but it'd be more helpful i think if we could just have a conversation you know rather rather than rather than having a debate where one of us must win and one of us must lose right you know there's got to be an end game
1: there's got to be a loser and a winner And, and yeah and i agree with all that and and know you know a lot of times and you know as we know politics has been in the forefront here uh, lately last few years uh, big time but uh, trying to understand someone that I don't agree with on a certain topic trying to understand why why you think that way i still may not agree with you right. i mean you know but at least maybe I can see where they're how they're coming up with that uh, uh, thought or that opinion right. or that, you know, and that, and that kind of thing. The one thing I would, the com- caveat to the one thing that I would say what you were talking about is everyone is absolutely entitled to their opinion, but not your own facts. And when you just right. Uh, I mean mm-hmm. the problem with uh, that I have found lately is that we can't even start the debate because I'll say it's Wednesday and I go no it's Thursday well no it's Wednesday so yeah. I mean where do you go from there right <laughs> I mean we right. can't even get into the discussion because we can't even uh, you know agree that it, what day it is so um and that's a whole nother podcast but but yeah yeah, yeah. but the but 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 yes absolutely uh, you know everyone has is entirely their opinion and and if their opinion is is so opposite of mine, at least maybe if I have a conversation without the yelling and screaming and without the, uh, every, somebody must win, somebody must lose. Right. Right. Uh, uh in this situation maybe i can at least understand why they think that even though i don't agree with where they're coming up you know which is okay. would, a healthy debate ends with both people learning from one another at right. the end of it right? right it's not about winning and losing so right no and and, and and you know uh, i think that you know like with congress and stuff if if both sides you, you pass something and both sides are, are, are pissed off you probably did the right thing because you found yeah. some compromise right. you found something in the middle and 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 you that you could agree on, and you moved the country forward in whatever topic it may be. Right,
0: right. No, that, no, that's incredibly important. And um, you know, you 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 went through that discourse. Yeah, I would imagine, you know, especially since you know, obviously the extremes are the ones that make the loudest noise, and and we get sucked into that sometimes. But in the middle, it's almost like the more you have those conversations. The more you realize that, hey, maybe I'm not so different from other people anyway on a lot of right. those topics. You know, right. we have more common ground than we actually think. It's just that for whatever reason, the the extremes are the ones that gets gets all to play and whatnot. You well, know, that
1: that is so that is so true. Uh the, the, the those who yell the loudest wins, so to yeah. speak. But 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 I mean, on both on on both ends, the the far ends of both uh, sides of the aisle, uh, it, that seems to be the ones that you hear all the time. That's yeah, exactly. that's the, mm-hmm. that's the noise you hear all the time. And when you come right down to it, everybody, they, they, you know, they want to provide for their families. They want to be happy. They want to, you know, they, they, I mean, we all have a lot of the same needs. It's yeah. just, you know, how do, how do we get there? How do we make this, uh, uh, you know, good for everyone and, and, and find that, and I think you're absolutely right. If you, if you took the extremes on both sides and just kind of muted them and then tried to find the, you know, the rest of us, which is the majority of us, let's yep. be honest, mm-hmm. uh, uh, you can find the, uh, uh, you know that that spot in the middle, somewhere that we can agree on, I think we're, we're a lot better off. unfortunately, the uh, the, the noise we hear most of the time are, are from, uh, you know, the extreme parts. Right.
0: Yeah. I mean, and, and, that, that common ground usually is at a bar somewhere where we're all just, you know, yeah, <laughs> yes, it is.
1: yeah Which uh, it ties back into our AA theme. Right. Uh, yeah. We- <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so true. That's so true.
0: You know, it, it, but, it, but it's so true, you know, like I, I think back to the incident, I, I again, I forgive me for not remembering the exact year, but, uh, you know, the tragedy that was the shooting at the uh, congressional baseball practice. Right. You know, and and at following that, you know, I, I again, forgive me for not being able to remember the, the, the Congress people who, who stood up. But there was a there was a Republican and a Democrat and they were at the podium together and they were basically just saying, listen, yeah, we're on separate sides of the aisle, but. That's that doesn't define us. We 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 care about each other. Our families love each other. Spend holidays together. We mm-hmm. we know that you know. Although we come from different backgrounds, we have the ability to say, "All right, well, I know you think this, and I think that. Where do we meet in the middle? And right. and what can we do to you know to, to to move the country forward? You know, or or whatever the, the the topic may be in that. And and that's something that doesn't get the, you know, the the airtime that, you know, not that specific incident, but that, that right. theory doesn't get the same airtime that that it really should.
1: Well, y- you know, some type of, um, uh, you know, gun legislation, is, uh, gun legislation in Wyoming is going to be a lot different than gun legislation or the thought process, a lot different yeah. than uh, New York City. I mean, yeah, it, it's, very you true. Know, it's just yeah. it, 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 what works in New York or, or doesn't work in New York or vice versa. I mean, you know, we have to understand that this is a very diverse country, a very large country. We have, uh, you know, I'm, I'm originally a born and bred in Oregon. I'm from a hunting family on my, my dad's side. I've hunted. I, have you know, I, I understand I have nothing against guns, you know, but I also understand that in a compacted metropolitan area, like New York or Chicago, or, you know, the thought process on guns is going to be different yeah. than in Montana and Wyoming and Oregon for crying yeah. out loud, you know? And, and so, um, and so, you know, it seem it seems to me that we should be able to understand that, and then be able to come up with something that everybody can live with uh, going forward. But it seems like in that particular topic, it's one or the other. It's either this or that. You cannot have anything in between. And 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 I just I don't buy that. I think you can, you know. Yeah. And I think uh, and I, I think we should still strive for that. But again another podcast for that right yeah right
0: (laughs) no it's so true because we we forget so frequently that the nation is made up of 50 states which have their own you know sovereign ideas and 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 hegemony and and whatnot and you know a state can operate separately than another state and and can you know be in for lack of a better term distance with what might the country might feel but that's okay that's the state's way of doing things right. it's, it's it's you know and we we so frequently forget that because of whatever whether it's we, we we get so used to thinking about things nationally or philosophically whatnot and it's really important it goes back to the empathy idea of just basically saying I understand that that's a different lifestyle there you know yeah you the yeah. way the way you're going to live in Oregon is going to be significantly different than the way we're going to live in New Jersey you know incorrect. so Although,
1: do you still have uh can you pump your own gas because we no, can't still we can't either we're the only two states okay
0: there you go so <laughs> there's so the we, common ground we found it <laughs> well, we found it. it. <laughs> let me have a sip of this vodka here <laughs> yeah.
1: It's, yeah. oh my god yeah, it's, it's uh it's does that drive story. you
0: nuts as well
1: well you know what uh, uh, it used to be i liked the law because right. uh, you didn't have the pumps where you can do everything now Right. I mean, you used to have to go in and give the money and then come back. And if you're paying in cash then you, you know how, you know, I, I, I'm going to fill it up. I don't know what it's going to be. So I'm going to give right. you this and then I have to go get my chair and whatever. Yeah. Now everything can be done right at the pump. So I wish, I wish we could do that now, Yeah. you know, but mm. several years ago when that was, when that technology at the pump wasn't there and it's been several years, but I always kind of liked it. You know, yeah, you, you know, you get gas all over your hands. I don't, yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and at the, I don't know how it is in, in Oregon, but you know. It, it it was so many years ago when you know, okay, you pull up to a, a, a pump in New Jersey, and okay, you tell the attendant what you want, and then they start cleaning your windshields, or you know, they might say how's the oil or something like that. Right. You get none of that now, No, you know, and now I'm looking at because I actually, I come from a family of gas station attendants, like my grandfather and his business. That was all where what they were doing in the you know the the first part of the 20th century, and you know, somewhere deep within me, it's like every time I go to get gas, I think to myself, I got to make sure that I I, I <laughs> I not only get the gas, but I clean both windshields, and you know, right. like like it's not rocket science. I'd right. like to be able to see when the car is moving. You right.
1: know? right.
0: It's just a two-ton thing of metal that could kill someone at a high velocity. Nonsense! I, you know, come on, uh, what is this? details, details. Uh, what, what is this amateur night? Come on, you know. Um, you know, so I'd like to jump now slightly to the the other side of the pool. You know, Sean and I. Uh, have teased this a lot. We made some announcements on social media and at some public events and whatnot. Uh, the big news that we wanted to share on the podcast uh, from an OSIP standpoint is that we are also publishing uh, a book. We we are going to release our first book uh, on January 1st, which is the day that this episode comes out. Uh, it will be available in uh, Kindle and in physical copies. Um, and, and Dale was nice enough uh, and generous enough with his time to provide us with a forward for the book. Um, and, and I, 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 can't thank you enough for that. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, well, that's...
1: I, I was, I uh, was honored that you asked and, yeah. and I was happy to do it.
0: So, so it, it, I like, I was, I was going over the forward and whatnot. And I was just, I was wondering if, you know, you could, you could uh, expand on some of the different things. I mean, you, you go into it and you talk about how, You know, after all, anybody can umpire, right? Just listen to the people in the stands and whatnot, you know? So what, you know, what is it about, um, that in your experience that, that compelled you to say, you know, Hey, this, this actually is a pretty important thing that we, that we, we talk about where we, you know, we try and have the conversation as we were just discussing so that people
1: understand, Hey, maybe we, maybe we shouldn't be yelling from the stands or something like that. Well, you know, uh, I have, uh, as an official, hold on. Uh, I love this mute button. But it's,
0: it's a beautiful it's, thing.
1: Yeah, very nice. Yeah, uh, a lot of people like like it to be on all the time. Yeah, <laughs> but I, it's um, but uh, I, you know, it, it's it's funny. I, I um, voicing your opinion to an official, a sports official, whatever sport it is is, I, I, it's like I, I'm not saying you should never do that. You know, we are on a pedestal, and you should never yell. It. But there's there's ways of doing it that are you know um, have you know that are uh, acceptable, I guess, right. and yeah. there and then there are things that people say that are just really, really not needed. And and the one thing about sportsmanship is it, it, it's taught. I mean, young kids don't know to scream and yell and and carry on uh, about something unless they their parents did it or they were taught by you know whatever. And so you got to remember as a fan, as a parent, or just a fan that you are also a role model Are people, young kids are, are watching you and, and they're going to emulate you and, and they're going to uh, learn right and wrong from you. And, and when you are just, uh, uh, at a game, just from the, for, you know, for baseball, for example, from the first pitch to the last pitch, just screaming at, at, at the umpires about this or that, or this or that, or this or that, that's, you know, what, what are we accomplishing here? But, yeah. you know, what, what, what exactly is the end game here? Just, just because you feel like uh, hey it's you know a lot of fans have that hey i have a ticket i can do anything i want yeah. hey, i i paid to get in here i can do anything i want um and you know that's not necessarily the case um um but uh when i you know i i said well anybody can umpire right i mean everybody had like we said uh, you know uh, their own opinions and the right to their own opinions but but you know what what do we try do you think that your yelling is going to make the umpire start calling it your way all yeah. of a sudden or, or you know or do you think that uh um you know by 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 yelling it's going to uh uh somehow uh you know motivate uh may you know motivate you to 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 screw the other team or so i I don't, yeah. I don't i'm not exactly sure what it is um but you know <laughs> i write it i keep talking about my book but it's a funny okay. story yeah is, is 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 uh uh when uh, I met Mike and it was after my first year in the, in the big league. So that next spring training, I, I'd met his parents and his mom was a huge, she grew up in San Francisco, huge Giants fan, huge baseball fan. And when, you know, she, uh, I said, well, yeah, I can get you. T- Cause they go down to Phoenix every March. Cause yeah. They had two daughters down there. I, yeah. I'll get you tickets to games. You know, so she, yeah. they're great seats. Spring training is very uh, much smaller venues. So right. they're right there. I know where the seats are. And, you know, I would work the plate and and you know, I'd call a pitch and, and there'd be, you know, whatever reaction. And then a slight delay and come on, Dale, you know that's not a strike. <laughs> and it, it's his mom. Oh my okay, god. Okay, you know, and, and and come on, Dale, you've been calling that all day. You know, it's not yeah. not, only, not only not only yelling at I me, mean, she's using my name. She's right, she, yeah. She, she's 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 it, it, you know so now the people that don't even know who i am going oh dale okay well and like i said it's you know much closer in and and bless her heart she uh, she she's on the mentality you yell at umpires that's what that's what you do right right well uh, you know it's a, it's a great story but mike uh, we're talking after about a week or so i'm in spring change he goes how's everything going i said well it's okay because what, what's wrong i go well you know, I'm leaving tickets for your mom, your mom and dad. And your your mom, well, she's she's blasting me. You know? <laughs> and he goes, he goes, what? I go, I go. he's not she's not only blasting me, she's blasting me, and and she's, you know, she's using my name. I mean, she's uh, identifying me, and 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 she's doing it all the time. I mean, I'm you know, I mean. And she, her timing's great because it's after the lull is over, so everybody. Right. <laughs> There's a great strategy there. Yeah, exactly. And so uh, he said, "I'll call you right back." Boom. <laughs> <laughs> he called his mother. He said, My, "Mom, how's everything?" "Oh, it's great. It's great. You know, Dale's leaving. It's the greatest tickets. These are it's so much fun." I "Go, oh really? You're enjoying your those tickets? Nice seats. Oh, they're great seats. They're right there. Really? Well, um, uh, uh, I just talked to Dale, and uh, you're blasting him." What? you're 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 yelling at him and i and he and mike said this is really simple mom cut cutting dry right here if you want those really great comp seats don't yell at him okay <laughs> if you want to yell at him pay for his pay for it you know um and she said well I, I would have thought that somebody of his stature would have a tougher skin but okay I mean, you oh, know please I, <laughs> okay yeah <laughs> you know but it, it, it would and I, I said well obviously uh she doesn't know um uh, C T E, which is right. comp ticket etiquette. Oh, um, okay. <laughs> comp I ticket was, etiquette. I was way off. Okay. <laughs> is is uh, is uh, you you don't sell comp tickets. Uh, you don't ask for comp tickets, and then they don't show up. Um, and you don't yell at the person that leaves you the comp tickets. That, yeah. that last one's important. Yeah. It's <laughs> so, yeah. um, and and it's a funny story. And she would, and she was great. But 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 the reason I even brought this up to get back to what we were talking about. Is there is a mentality that if if I am in a stadium, that's open season on the officials. I, I get to and 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 let's be honest, on visiting teams a lot of times too. Uh, right. You know, uh, blasting other players and and some of it's funny and some of it's um, you know it is fine, but sometimes it's just too much it's just it's not it's it can be vile it can be it can be uh you know something you don't do so i mean stuff that you do that you would never do socially in, in another situation you do openly and 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 proud of it uh in, in this situation and, and again i get yelled at uh, officials get yelled at we get it We. that's not the issue here it's it's how it's done and what is said and uh uh, the viratrol, if that's the right word of, of it. Uh, I don't know if that's the right word, but you know, the, 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 how, how mean it can be yeah, <laughs> and, yeah. and stuff that really, especially at lower levels, when, when these kids on the field, these kids in the dugout, these kids in the stands, they're hearing this, they're seeing this. And if that's rubber stamped is okay, then they're going to do, right. you know, the same thing as they go through. And and, and it's it, we have a shortage of officials around, uh, across this entire country if not uh, worldwide, if not worldwide, yeah. amateur officials. And, and one of the main reasons is why, uh, somebody starts and they quit after the first year or second year, even third, you know, whatever is that I actually enjoyed umpiring. It's just, I couldn't handle the parents. They yeah. were just, they were just nonstop. I mean, I remember when I was doing, you know, back in the seventies, before I went to umpire school, um, being, being followed to my parents' car. Cause I it wasn't my car. I was, you know, I was 18 or something. Um, they're going to key the car. They're going to slash the tires. One of the coaches there, the parents, they're screaming as I'm taking off my shin guards and stuff, uh, threatening to do all this stuff. People ask me, you know, in the big leagues, were you ever concerned about, you know, fans? I go in the big leagues, <laughs> not at all. We had security everywhere. I said, where I was concerned, is when I worked, you know. A, 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 a ninth grade game, a, a junior high game, or I mean, a JV game, or whatever. Yeah. That's when I was concerned because the people were, were were vile, you know. Um, and that was forty years ago. I mean, I, what's it like now?
0: Yeah, yeah. No, you're absolutely right. Um, you know, I was funny. I was watching the movie uh, Forty Two the other day, and there's a there's a brief scene in it, and it's 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 very brief, very short, but very powerful. Um, and there's a there's a father and son in the stands. And they're, you know, it's, it's, I think it's, it's like the kids at his first baseball game, or something like that. And the dad is like, you know, you can see there's this touching bonding moment between the two of them. And then all of a sudden, you realize, okay, here's Jackie Robinson. And the dad stands up and starts yelling all the racial epithets and whatnot that was common in that. You know, it was demonstration right. of what was happening and whatnot. And you can see the kid looking at his dad, and the the wheels are turning. If my dad does this, that means that that's what I should be doing in order to fit in, to grow up, to you know, gain my stripes, whatever, you know, coming of age, right. whatever. And then as soon, with, no sooner than that happens, that the kid then stands up and starts yelling the same vile things, right. and it's 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 like clockwork, you know. Right. Um, I you know I I this one happens to be fresh in my mind because it was the last game that I worked this past season. It was a it was like a fall tournament uh between like 10 year olds or 11 year olds uh i think it was was during the nlcs so i i I remember trying to get off the field as quickly as i could so i could get to the radio and listen to the game and i'm on the basis for this this second game of a doubleheader and there's a kid on first and he tries to steal second and i'm in the i'm in the b position and I, i i follow the ball to to second base and ball beats him like from here to tuesday and, and I'm looking there and I you can see, okay, yeah, he, I, I have an out. So I call him out and the third base coach calls time and he, jogs politely over to me and he you know he just says you know what'd you have on that play I said I had I had an out ball beat him tag was on his chest before his foot hit the bag so I have an out he goes you know are are you sure about that you know could you have been in a better angle and I said I think I was in a pretty good angle I looked over here I could see this keyhole over here and whatnot this is what I what I saw you know and and I'm thinking to myself okay I'm one man. I don't have replay. I could have been wrong. I'm, you know, certainly possible, but okay. You know, you're, you're, you're arguing the call in a very polite way where you're like, I saw it differently, but okay, you're the umpire. We're going to go with that call. All right. No big deal. So now there's nobody on. And I start jogging back to the A position behind first base. And now the first base coach, starts to to lay into me like you got that call wrong you were not in the right position you were this you were that and and it's one of those things where you put the stop sign up and then you just wait to see if he's going to stop because that's you know whether or not if he's going to run through it you're going to dump him but um he stopped and for the rest of that game i'm thinking to myself this this father has just laid the, the groundwork for his son and other kids on this team to think that if they don't agree with the call, if it, if it turns out that I was not in the right position or I, if I, I certainly could have kicked the call. You know, but you now have you sit, showed these kids, this is how you deal with it. You make sure that umpire knows that he's he was not doing the right thing or whatever. And and that stuck with me for the rest of that night and that game and whatnot. And, and it just it 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 irks me to this day, you know, not because yeah. you know, if I kick the call, I kick the call. I get it, you know, but these right. are you know, these are kids no older than 12. Life is going to go on. You know, and and just bugs right. me. And, and but it's, it's exactly what you just said, is that we're setting these examples uh, and we can, you know, geez, you know, in the same way that we can maybe think about what we say uh, about, you know, gay people or, or people of color, or just like you t- talked about earlier. Maybe we can go through the same process of saying, hey, maybe we shouldn't be just yelling at officials for no reason. Right, right. You
1: know, and, and you know, and here's like I uh, uh, before the pandemic and everything. I was I was uh, uh, evaluator for this uh, umpire uh, camp thing during the summer in in in, uh, in the Midwest. But but it, it were these travel teams that play you know on these multi-field huge complexes. Right, and and I'm watching uh, my two-man umpire uh, crews, you know, working. But the things I'm hearing. Uh, in the stands, uh, you know, things that are being said and, and and stuff. And, and you know, some there's always, I always seems like at least one, but it, that just is nonstop. It's just everything. Anything that goes against their team, a strike or a ball, a fair or a foul, I mean, anything um, that goes against their team, he's got something to say. And he's got something to say. And, and it's almost like, you know, first of all, you're more effective if you pick your, you know, you know, pick your poison, or uh, your, your battles, probably your battles. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, um, uh, you might have more. You know, when I had a when I had a player or manager that rarely said anything and said, uh, you know, that, that pitches outside. That's you know, yeah. It got me to thinking. Well, yeah, maybe it was when I got yeah. a guy that pitches on everything. You know, it's like the you boy cries wolf. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. And, and but you know, you know, what, but what I was saying to myself is, what are you? What what exactly are you doing? What what is your what are you trying to accomplish here? Yeah. I mean, I mean, do you think that nonstop bitching about everything that goes against <laughs> your team? How did, how does that make this different? I mean, how, how's that going to change things? One, how's it, how's it, how's it make this um, uh, a lot of fun for your son and, and, and these other kids that, I mean, uh, you know i would be i would be well i don't know i i, I it seems to me i would be embarrassed if i was yes. playing and my dad was just non-stop <clears throat> right <laughs> i've i've seen that too
0: where i had that I'll, i've had it a couple of times this time i had it this past season and talk about quite unfortunate i'm doing a one-man game between two middle schools which includes my middle school that i attended back in 19 you know since i'm you know just as old as Dale, um, and yeah, but there are no pictures of me in tutus. Instead, I'm in you know leather chaps, um, uh, which it, it, it's still within the genre. Okay? Yeah, no, I, yeah. I mean, uh, oh, we, I got got a a calendar. Calendar. <laughs> we got a calendar. We got a calendar. We got the OSIP calendar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, which
1: i'll do a book signing and a calendar signing i cannot
0: wait oh man uh in the in the words of sean connery oh you're sitting on a gold mine trebek you know (laughs) so so I'm, i'm doing this game we we got this situation this year with because of the shortage of officials all middle school games are going to be one umpire, whether baseball or softball. And and my assigner, you know, who, who calls me and I, I'm the president and the, he calls me, says, hey, can I put you on a couple of middle school games one by yourself? I'm like, yeah, no problem. It pays the same as a varsity game anyway. You know, I'll, I'm out of there in two hours and, you know, yeah, fine. Not a problem. Happy to do it. So so I, I drive out to um, to Allentown, uh, New Jersey for a middle school game between their school and, and mine here in, in Pennington. And, uh, I'm by myself and I can hear this, 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 this dad down the right field line a little bit, and, you know, he's a little boisterous, but I'm not making too much of it just yet. So it's like the top of the third kid leads off with, with a, with a clean single in the gap. And, and I'm, you know, I'm hustling out just to, to see it. and you know, and the right, I think it was left fielder fields it. Like, okay clean single well the kid's gonna try and squeeze this stretch it into a double i'm thinking oh here we go so now i'm busting it even more in full plate gear and i'm about halfway between the pitcher's mound and second base now and again the ball beats him from for you know like, like i can't even describe you know you might, might as well have just been standing there waiting for him like hey you, you really want to run into this yeah, If right. sure that's what mm-hmm. happens I'm like okay Got an out, you know, I'm th- I, whether I have an out or not with, with you, I'm working by myself and the ball beats it by that much. I don't care if you slid under the tag, you're out. Right. Uh, and at the middle school level. OK, right. the dad in question starts getting very belligerent. And I, I kid you not, before I had the, the site directors remove him, I heard the left fielder who was clearly his son start to say, Oh my God, Dad! You're embarrassing me. Like, yeah. stop it! And I, I went to the, the the home team head coach and I said he's got to go. I mean, New Jersey state law says I can't eject him. The site director has to eject him. And sure enough, they they removed him. And and tr- then as he's walking through the parking lot, he's giving me the symbols of you know I'll see you in the parking lot for a fist fight and whatnot. Right. And when the coach gets back, he goes, "You're not going to believe this. That guy was drunk out of his mind." And I'm thinking to myself, oh, great. There's nothing like a good drunk dad at his son's middle school baseball game, you know? Yeah. You know, And then, and then I got to call the principal of the team who I know very, very well and say, you're not going to believe this, but, you know, so it's, it's very common that what you just said certainly happens.
1: Yeah. You know, it, 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 you know again, I, I'm not saying don't yell at officials. You know, or, I mean, I, I understand all that. But some of the stuff that and the nonstop verbiage that comes out—it's just what are we trying to accomplish here? I mean, yeah. I, I, is this cheaper than a therapist that you yeah. do for a couple <laughs> hours and you could just scream? Well, with know? the ticket
0: prices we have now, no.
1: You know, I <laughs> mean, you know, I just I have trouble figuring out the end game here. What yeah. exactly is? The goal here. Yeah. yeah, I hear you.
0: I hear you. We, we we're all in that. I think that's why I wrote the book. Um, before before we let you go, the one final thing I wanted to see if I could I could get get out of. Here. I've heard you tell some of the stories. You know, one of the things I try and do in in the Osip book is to to humanize the umpires and pull the curtain back just a little bit, so that they so that the the general public understands that when you see. Uh, what is essentially an argument between an official and a coach or something like that, that it may not always be what you think is happening. There's there, there may be gesticulation and it may look like they're angry, but there, there is an element to theater to it that in my opinion, if, if more people knew this properly, because I understand also you have to, you know, there there are certain things umpires can and cannot say for, for the good of the game and their job. And I totally get all of that. Is there is there a story you can tell that that kind of tells the general fan maybe I, I I shouldn't be so attracted to an argument and an ejection like it's you know a car crash where I can't look away you know that it's not exactly what I think it is. Well,
1: I uh, forgot to mute that one. Um, That's okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's why Sean's here. <laughs> um. <laughs> Well, you know, a lot of things have changed now with replay, right? Least, you know, at, at, at that level, because you just don't get the arguments like you used to. I mean, right. uh, it's uh, you still can get them, and, and obviously obviously have pitch arguments and check swings and, and things that aren't uh, replay worthy. Um, but um, you know, th- there's a couple of instances that that are that are humorous, and and they were, you know, sometimes a lot of times in the big league level. The manager is out there for one, either to protect his player. So his player doesn't get ejected or because he's really, really pissed off at you and, 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 and the call, or because he's trying to fire up his team or maybe his crowd, uh, because they're not playing well or whatever, mm-hmm. um, or a combination of those things. Uh, but you know, once in a while and, and, and again, arguments are different now, but once in a while, um, you get a situation where um, he, he's trying to fire up the team and the crowd, but he's not really that pissed off at you. Um, it, Terry Collins, when he managed the Angels um, several years ago in Anaheim, we had Toronto was playing in Anaheim. I was at second base, and uh, Anaheim after three innings, it was like it was like ten nothing. Uh, uh, the Angels were up. Well, now we go into the like the uh, uh, bottom of the seventh. It's now ten to eight. And uh, I had a nobody on the uh, question of spectator interference or home run, or whatever. I I, I call spectator interference the ball left the park, but you know I, I got the guy, you know. And so here comes Collins running out, and um, and he, Terry's you know pretty feisty guy, and uh, uh, he actually was roommates in college with Rocky row. Uh, oh wow! Okay, yeah, and that's, yeah. And so, and I had Terry in in, in uh, the Dominican. So I'd known him, you know, we get along, but he's doing his job. I'm doing my job. Right. So he, 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 he runs out and I'm, I'm thinking as I'm kind of coming in and, you know, this argument takes place in, in shallow center field because I'd gone out on the ball and he's right. And, uh, uh, so I'm thinking in my mind, you know, this is going to be, he's, he's probably, you know, this is probably going to be a good argument because he's, you know, he potentially, I just took a runaway because of, you know, and he said, I said, Terry, as he's coming toward me, I said, Terry, uh, Hands were below the 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 uh the fence line. He goes, he goes, I don't give a shit. He goes, we stink <laughs> 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 and, I, and I and I kind of told my aunt, he goes, I mean he goes, I mean, we have a 10-nothing lead, and now it's 10 to 8. I mean, we are terrible, you know, and 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 he's you know doing this and he's yeah. throwing his hands up. And and of course everybody's saying, Man, is he eating him alive? Look because <laughs> I mean mm-hmm. th- that umpire will never be the same after this. I mean, I, I you know, And, and, and he's going, you know, and, and, and I mean, it's just, and I said, I, he goes, he goes, you're gonna have to run me. You're just, you're gonna have to run me. And I said, no, I'm trying not to laugh the cameras are on. right? Right. (laughs) So I said, Terry, you want me to. You put your hand over your mouth usually at that. Right. Right. Yeah. And I said, I said, I said, I said, Terry, uh, um," or I said, oh, you want to get run? He goes, yeah, you're going to have to do something. He goes, oh, you want me to do something? And he takes (laughs) his hat and he, and he throws it like 20 feet. So I ejected. And he goes, he goes, he goes, you know, what's worse? You know, the worst thing about this whole thing is, and I go, what's that? He goes, you got to stay here and watch this shit. Man. And he, and he runs off now to everybody. I just got my rear end shootout and Terry got ejected because he said something vile to me and threw his hat or whatever. In reality, he was just trying to fire up his team, fire up his, his, his crowd. Uh, after having uh, you know squandered a 10 nothing lead and you know, now it's a, a two-run game or whatever. Um, but that you know, that does it happen? Yes, does it happen very often? Not that often, but it happens, and it's, yeah. and, it's and it's and it's pretty funny. I had one with uh, uh Tom Kelly once too. I won't you know go into unless you want me to, but he, please, no, yeah, you, know, you can you can tell all the stories you want. You uh, know. Well, he, he, he had this was when uh, Minnesota and Oakland were in the same division, okay, and they were both good, and um. You know they're you know they're usually first and second every year or whatever, Um, and we were in Oakland. It was it was back in Monday Night Baseball, instead of Monday Night Football. ABC also had Monday Night Baseball. Oh yeah, Google it for people that. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) those are the same people that are googling UPN from the yes, thank (laughs) you. Yeah, yeah. they're still trying to figure out, and they didn't know uh, 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 comp took it etiquette. No, they have no idea. Yeah. Um, So uh, he had runners at first and second, nobody out. It was like a tie game or, or a one-run game, or whatever. And so, and, and it's rare in the American League, but it was a sacrifice. Uh, he called it a sacrifice, and uh, Steve Lamberdozzi, an uh, infielder for the for the Twins, um, puts down a perfect bunt. He's going to advance the runners. Uh, Steinbach only had one play catcher for Oakland, so he, you know he has to throw to first, which he does. Unfortunately, uh, Mr. Lamberdozzi didn't run in the running lane. Oh, one of these, <laughs> and so. Mm-hmm. Uh, the ball glances off his shoulder. I call interference. He's out, and the runners have to go back. So here, so starts yelling, and here comes Tom flying out of the out of the first base dugout, and uh, he gets Lambertosi out of there. And he goes, he goes. This is ridiculous. This, I can't believe it. I cannot believe this. He puts down a a perfect bunt, a perfect perfect bunt. and I have runners at second and third, but one out. Perfect punt. And what does he do? He can't run in the running lane <laughs> now. <laughs> So I wasn't sure where he was going with this at first, but when he said he, he he says that and he goes, he can't run in the running lane. And what do you do? What do you do? You make the perfect call. And so, so now I start to laugh. He goes, you can't laugh. You can't laugh because the, the, the cameras are on us. He goes. He goes. So now I have to come out here and, and act like an idiot, throw my arms around, and, and, and act like I'm, I'm pissed off. And you know I'm pissed off at because he can't run in the running lane. You know. And, and so again, it looks like I'm I'm just getting you know, my lunch eaten here. And he goes, so, so now I'm going to have to go back and I'm going to have to listen to him say, whoa. And he goes, you know, and, and he goes, and, and boom, and then he takes off. <laughs> so, you know, I, I'm trying not to laugh. And, and after the game, <coughs> I was working with Don Denkinger. Oh, okay. And Google him. Yeah, Don, outstanding, Don is a, yeah. Outstanding umpire. Um, we go in the locker room, he goes, what did Don say? I can't? I, I, I'm surprised you didn't run him because he was so theatrical, you know? Right. And I said, you have no idea. Yeah. <laughs> you know, um, and my favorite part of that was the fact that he, uh, <laughs> you can't laugh. You can't, I can't laugh. laugh. <laughs> <laughs> he, he's like, hands right in my face. <laughs> but uh, you made the perfect call. <laughs> uh, so, That's beautiful. You know, yeah, it was, uh, I'll tell you what, and theres a, I have a whole chapter about TK. Tom Kelly, if, if every manager was like Tom Kelly, this could have been the easiest job in the, in, 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 you know, umpire it was really, I mean, he was so fair. I mean, he only got ejected, I believe five times, four or five times as a manager of the twins, which is insane. Oh, it, totally. It, you know how low that is. Um, and of course I was one of them, but, um, yeah. <laughs> but, 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 but Tom was so fair and he didn't put up with, with Jack Morris, uh, who is a outstanding pitcher in his day, uh, you know, with the Tigers and stuff. But he, he, you know, he won a World Championship with the Twins. Jack Morris, when he pitched, was a miserable human to work as an umpire. I yeah. mean, he would survey and he would look in, and I mean, he even, you know, if a field one of his fielders made an error, he would do body language was like, you know, like yeah, what do you do? just you know, that intense and competitive, but also, uh, you know, another word I would say, but um, yeah, mm-hmm. uh, so. So, you you know, working him was a pain in the ass. But when he played on the Twins, Kelly just wouldn't put up with that. He he was a pretty model citizen as a pitcher on the mound because Kelly, he, he, Kelly just would not put up with those type of antics as a manager. Right. Uh, um, one time uh, in, in the Metrodome, bottom of the ninth, the Twins were losing. Uh, Knobloch uh, let off the ninth uh, play at first base. I had first, I called him out. It, it it was close, but it wasn't whacker, but it was, you know, it was close by calling out. And he screamed a little bit, and he ran back to the third base dugout. And, and uh, you know, a couple pitches later, I hear I just hear this ah, something. I look over, and he's at the very end of the dugout by the tunnel. And and he said, you know, you you suck, you're HS, you know. And yeah. then he, and then he flips me off, and then and then runs up the up the runway. Well, I you know long distance D I get out of here. Yes. <laughs> and then I was like, the next pitch, the game was over or whatever. Uh, so he never came out or anything. There was no big thing. It's just you know I, I did a long distance ejection and it was almost in fact in fact it wasn't even in this in in the uh, box score. Uh, oh wow! I I, yeah. I have the 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 uh, uh, report that I sent, but but it was it happened so quickly and so nonchalantly, but the the scorekeeper didn't even know it happened. But uh, we have a long walk in the metro, and we had a long walk up these stairs and down this hallway, and we find well when we get to our room, the phone's ringing, and so. Uh, yes, Dale Scott there, and I go, okay, so I get on and goes Dale, uh, Tom Kelly, I just want to say uh, I'm embarrassed at what, ha- what just happened. That is not the way we do things around here, and I just want to let you know that, that that will never happen again. All right, Tom, thank you. You know, I mean, yeah. I mean mm-hmm. that kind of stuff just pissed him off. He he just didn't buy into that. You know, yeah. If he, uh, you know, if he if he felt like he had an argument, he'd, he'd argue. I mean, he, but he 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 wasn't one to uh to bitch and moan about stuff he wasn't one to cry about stuff he wasn't one to uh, let his players do that either and 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 so you know tk uh is one of my favorite managers because he was so fair and when he when he needed to get out there he was out there and when he needed to say something he'd say something but but he did it in 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 a professional proper way
0: yeah that's that's amazing i love mm. i love to hear stories like that because you you, you kind of just summed up what we all want to experience as as officials and that you know we have a job to do and if you just treat us the right we're going to treat you right and we'll have
1: we'll certainly have a conversation with you you know you have a right to an explanation right 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 i mean i have no problem talking with anybody but if you're just going to yell at me yeah um this conversation obviously isn't one yeah <laughs> you yeah. know <laughs> and uh bobby valentine years ago the rangers he Call, I would call a Bach and he came out and was go, I go, I go, you know, do you, do you want to hear what I have? Or he goes, yes, what do you have? And I, and I started, yeah. I said about four words. He goes, no. And I said, no. <laughs> okay, <laughs> we're done. Yeah. You know, I mean, he's yeah. obviously you don't, you just want to come out here and yell. Yes. Yeah.
0: And that's and that's how that's why he uh, became an athletic director and then lost the mayor election from uh, San Francisco, you know, so, so it was all because of that one conversation,
1: <laughs> that one conversation. Yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, Dale, I cannot thank you enough for for joining us today uh, for our hundredth episode. It's it's always such a, a, a pleasure and treat to talk to you. Uh, I, I can't wait to read the book. Uh, I'm, I i can't speak for Sean because I know Sean doesn't read that well. Well, but, yeah, yeah. But if, uh, if
1: you pay double, Sean, I'll come and read it to you.
0: Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> oh, and I can't wait for that episode. It's so. <laughs> um, it's it, it's 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 you know I, I don't I, it's not hyperbole when I say it's a dream come true to to talk to you and get to know you about with all this stuff and whatnot. It's it's so fun and and to hear the stories and whatnot um, you know, I, I, it means the world to me and to Sean and to our listeners and our organization that, uh, that you, you would share these stories and, and give it a few of your time and your talents. And, uh, you know, I just, I hope that this book is, is a bestseller and that it, you know, it, it, it does what you said it, it, it should do and positively influence people to, to, to be who they are and whatnot. And, and to, you know, practice better sportsmanship as a result of all of these different applicable ways of doing
1: it. Well, I, I appreciate it. that. Mm. And we say at sports, uh, we say at OSIP that even if we reach one person, right. Yeah. If we change one person, we know that we're doing our job. Right. So, Right. Well, mm. I, I appreciate that. Those are very kind words. I, I, and I appreciate what you're, you know, what you guys are doing. I mean, uh, when, when uh, you asked me to do write the forward and I was reading uh, some of the stuff that you, you know, you had sent me and, 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 uh, Th- this is this is uh, information and and uh, a dialogue that should be out there. Um, yeah. And just like Sean said, if you can reach one person, if you could change the thought process of of of, of one parent or one uh, person that uh, says, you know what, maybe maybe I am that guy. Maybe I yeah. should uh, rethink about how I how I do this. Again, I'm, I have no problem being yelled at uh, when I was working. I, I, I that's part of the job. But it's how it's done. It's how, it's how um the things that are said it's how it, it, it you know yelling every single pitch play whatever i mean right. you know it that's the stuff that you know what are we doing here
0: yeah <laughs> hey if you, if you're in a relationship you're going to get yelled at so it's basically the same thing just on the ball field okay <laughs> right. so right although
1: i i've tried to throw out mike um i i would eject him and he just wouldn't leave and <laughs> uh, I, <laughs> I said i don't know you know, I had a lot more authority when I was learning. Maybe I should put on my uniform. Why isn't this working? <laughs> yeah. I mean, come on, Mike. Read my book for crying out loud. Go get the
0: red shirt, you know? Do you see this number five? This means something, okay? <laughs> oh, man. Uh, I, w- I wish we could talk for days. And um, But, Dale, thank you. And and I I, I hope your cold gets better. I you, too. Yeah. I'm just glad it's not COVID. I hope that you and Mike and everybody have a fantastic 2022 and um you know i'm sure we'll do this again sometime when and hopefully it'll the apocalypse will be well behind us and we can you know we, we can just uh sit back and enjoy some some food and drinks and just you know shoot the shit like we, yeah, we have like some, we've have been some laughs yeah, yeah, yeah. like <laughs> big time big time um as as a as a reminder to our listeners you know again um dale's book is available for pre-order now on amazon it comes out on may 1st it's called the umpire is out um and uh, our book is available now on Amazon as well for, for you know, in all the same, the same fashions. Um, make sure you tune in to the next couple of episodes. We're, we're trying to do a series of interviews uh, moving forward. The next episode is going to feature uh, Dale's friend, uh, Jimmy Joyce, is going to be on the show. Uh, after that, uh, we're going to have uh, Chris Conroy, who just worked uh, game one of the World Series this last year. Uh, I think Amy Rosewater from Ump's Care is coming on the show. So, oh, that's we're, great. yeah, so we're we're trying to get as many of these these cats as we can just to to you know talk about their experiences and and find those that common ground. Remember our apparel store is now available on osafoundation.org. There's plenty of stuff out there for for everybody. Remember osafoundation.org. Podcast at osafoundation.org. facebook.com/osafoundation uh, Twitter and Instagram, at OSA Foundation, hashtag how you play the game, and on YouTube. Sean, thank you, as always, for for what you do as well.
1: Of course, thank you.
0: It's a pleasure, um, and uh, we hope that everybody has a fantastic Uh, beginning to 2022. And until we speak again in just a few short weeks, thank you from the bottom of our heart for putting up with us for 100 episodes. Uh, It's not easy listening to my own voice, let alone, you know, talking to Sean, but uh, we we made it. And, you know, maybe we'll do this for a couple more.
1: And I got to listen to it, editing it. I know, right? Every time. If you're not in AA,
0: you know... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh man I, I got a feeling we're going to be sponsored by AA's real soon so, yeah, so.
1: <laughs> well they do sponsors
0: yeah. see there you go oh <laughs> there it is <laughs> Dale's getting the dad jokes ready so <laughs> uh, Dale thank you again um, and, and everybody out there uh, have a good one we'll see you soon and treat each other with respect How You Play the Game is a production of the OSIP Foundation Incorporated the producer engineer of this episode is Sean Ryan Music by SoundSpring Studio. The executive producer of How You Play the Game is Jack Furlong. For more information, visit osafoundation.org.